Kwaba. Welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast, by size where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be as involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Hi, how is everyone doing? I hope all is well. Um, today, I want to discuss actually what would be the 2023 stroke. No, sorry. So 2022 stroke 23 season, or I guess the last time we had this podcast, I wanted to do maybe a review of what's taking place over the last year. So what I've done is I've actually compiled maybe a list of notes of things that kind of have been achieved over the past, I'm going to say 12 to 18 months. Um, I think some of them may kind of like sit just outside the remit, but I felt, you know what, let me just include these things in because I think generally I have an idea or I have a thought as to how things have gone over the past maybe 12 to 18 months, which has been a bit up and down. So um, I'm going to jump in and say straight away that despite my thoughts last time or despite my energy last time on the podcast, I don't think things are as bad as they appeared certainly in the, in the in the previous podcast. I don't think things are going great, but at the same time, things are not as bad as they seem at this moment in time. And the reason why I say that is because the starting point of the GFA or certainly the starting point, yeah, let me say the GFA because I don't think it's about the Ghanaian first team, whether it's the men's or the women's. I think the starting point of the GFA when Kokraku took over, I think, was possibly at its lowest point in that um, we recently had this scandal in regards to corruption, etc., etc. So it was a really low and difficult starting point. But I'm going to highlight certainly things over the past maybe 12 to 18 months. I'm going to talk about them very, very briefly. But actually, to begin with, I'm going to say I'm going to grade it at a... Oh, it's really difficult, to be fair. I'm, so I'm going to start, I might I might change my mind by the end of the podcast, but I'm going to start at 6.5 stroke 7. seven I think 7 is a bit high, but I'm going to go 6.5 stroke 7, um, and then I'll, I'll explain that. 6.5 in that I think things are currently, they don't seem as if all is well. But at the same time, I'm going to give it a 7, and I think a number of things by way of infrastructure have been put in place, or say the attempts have been made to put these things in place, which I think will bode well going well, sorry, will bode well in the future. But I'm going to start off. Um, I think this took place in March 21, to be fair. We're in 23. Um, but I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to use this as a springboard anyway. So the AFCON's win, I think, was for the under-20s, the guys. Um, and I think that was a really, really good point. And the reason being it was a good point was, A, they won. But at the same time, we felt it was a springboard going forward for the future. And ultimately, I think the things that are taking place now are so that the future bodes well. So I was quite happy and quite comfortable where we were with that victory. I think it was against Uganda in March 21. Again, it's not 18 months ago over the past season, but I thought, let me just start off with that. And then, this is not necessarily in chronological order. I don't think it's in chronological. In fact, it's not. It's not in chronological order, but I want to go with this order. And then, we've had what's taking place over the past couple of weeks with the AFCONs and the Olympic elimination, the under-23 AFCONs, which provides um, qualification for the Olympics in Paris this year, I believe it is. Or no, sorry, next year, 24. So that was, it wasn't good at all. It wasn't good at all, if I'm honest. I think if I'm taking, yeah, it wasn't good at all. I wasn't really happy with that whatsoever. And I don't want to go too much into depth in that because I did a lot of that in our episode last week. But I think there were some shiny little lights there. Do you know what I mean? There were a couple players in there that I looked and I thought, do you know what? We need to kind of build, I'm not saying build teams around these sort of players, which generally you do if you're building a side, but I guess when you're developing 
youth players. Ultimately, you're developing players. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe in the future, in the future, these boys or these these players, sorry, if they graduate to the first team, you can build a side around them. And these are the the positives I took from the the tournament, despite the fact that it was a disaster in some in some respect. Um, and on the subject of disaster, I'm going to go back to. I put the Afcons in there actually, and I think this was I think this was in 21 as well. So again, this kind of sits outside the remit, and the the elimination to Comoros and elimination like from the group in general was again another low point. I'm going to say that was probably arguably some of the worst, it's probably the worst result in our history of yeah, the, the, probably the worst history, the worst result in the, in the history of our our our, our great nation, you know. So that was a, another low point, you know, and. You're probably thinking, where does the 6.5 or even 7 come from? Because all you've discussed is is low points at this moment in time. Um, and I'm going to discuss another low point, to be fair, which is the World Cup qualification for Qatar. Now, I don't think qualification is a given, because I think nowadays we have a number of sides which are equally as good as Ghana in terms of historic, I'm going to say. But even moving history aside, I think there are a number of sides which are are very competitive at this moment in time. And I think qualification or victory shouldn't be taken for granted. And I think our qualification to Qatar was a very, very, very long one, which resulted in us going to the playoffs, but us, obviously us actually um, sacking our manager. Um, and that's never a good thing. And then obviously we brought into place Otto Addo, which I think was a good thing as well, despite the fact that he has obviously stood down following the World Cup, I think it was a good thing. I think it allowed us to kind of rejig things, but at the same time, give us uh, an energy going into the tournament. And then there was the actual World Cup tournament, which, again, is mad, because actually, cause what I'm doing is, I'm, highlight, I'm not highlighting negatives. I think coming out of the World Cup, I think a lot of people weren't necessarily happy with the fact that we were eliminated. But I feel, given the situation and given the circumstances, I felt we actually played well at the World Cup. You know what I mean? I think there was... Um, cause or reason to be excited for the future because I think that we've got a number of good players whether it's Kudus Mohamed um, and, and, and others you know what I mean I don't want to go down a long list of line of players but I think we've got a number of good players and that goes back to obviously the, the recent under 23 AFCONs as well I think there are a number of good players coming through and I think we've got reason to be excited for the future and I'm going to speak about the women very very briefly and obviously, in now, obviously, we recently won the 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 Wafu tournament, um, our, our Group B section, etc., etc. Not etc., etc. But and I think with the women's football, I think I think at all levels, and I, I hope. Sorry, if I'm speaking out of term, I want I want to be told to be fair. I've not seen anything in regards to like poor results. So one thing that has kind of like I wish was better is obviously the Ghanaian team are not involved in the current World Cup, and that's something which. I wish was was better, you know what I mean? Because historically, I think we have won tournaments, or we have generally done very well. I guess the 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 um, the cause for concern would be in regards to developing women's football, whether it's the the, the Ghanaian, the, the, sorry, the women's Premier League, sorry, or just some of the infrastructures. Which brings me to actually Colts football, and when I say Colts football, I want to include both boys and girls, or both men and women, um, as to this next section, and as I kind of like round off the podcast. So, Colts football took a bit of a break, and a long break, um, a few years ago, and recently obviously has been brought back into the fold, and um, I guess where I, where my where this 6.5 stroke 7 comes into play, 
is with the recent introduction of the philosophy. And I haven't quite got all the information in regards to what the philosophy actually entails, but I think it's a good thing and I think it's a step in the right direction because I think you'd be able to look at any country um, and find a philosophy or find some form of youth development plan which has been lacking in Ghana for a very, very long time. And as I put together this podcast, or certainly the idea for the podcast, and certainly this morning, I was sitting there and thinking to myself, is this something that other nations would do as well, in terms of like reviewing how the season went? And how would I review, or how would someone else review Nigeria, um, Cameroon, sorry, Senegal, Morocco, Algeria? Because a lot of these nations have had good seasons, you know what I mean? So Algeria, I believe, so I forget, Algeria or Morocco, I probably... Yeah, so Morocco obviously were the semi-finalists in the World Cup. And I think either Algeria or Morocco won the, the under-23 AFCONs recently. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of um good feel-good factor around certainly North African football at this moment in time. I'm unsure it's entirely there with West African football. And I guess the side that are currently flying the flag for 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 West Africa would be Definitely Senegal, in that they won the Afcons very recently. I'm going to say Cameroon. Cameroon? Yeah, I thought Cameroon did well in the World Cup, to be fair. But I'm going to say Senegal. Do you know what I mean? I'm flying the flag. I thought they did well, to be fair, in the other-23s. I saw a, bit, I saw a few a couple of games and a couple of highlights, and I thought, they did, I thought they did well. So I guess they've got reason and cause to, to be excited about the future. And in fact, I'm currently late with our recent article um, regards to the coaches and, I guess, where the future lies. Sorry. I'm glad I I'm glad I, I picked up that point. Those infrastructures for me are really, really important. Where are the next line of coaches coming from? It's all well and good having players coming through, which is good. And sorry, this speaks to the youth program, by the way, and the philosophy. Um so now our pathways pathways in some respect are are being built for players to come through. But at the same time, I think it's important these things are done for coaches as well. And I guess we need to be quite pa- we need to be very, very patient, you know, as to these developments because as I thought about this yesterday and even this morning, we need to understand that it might not even happen in Koto Kraku's um, reign as the president of the GFA. You know, some of these things come into fruition. And again, that's another reason why I give it 6.5 straight 7, because a lot of the work being done now is not to placate or to, or to, to you know, to... Is yeah, basically, it's not to. I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. It's not to placate. To, it's not to. It's not for the gallery. Do you know what I mean? This work is being done. Is is the work that needs to be done so the future of Ghanaian football is secure. So I am going to give him a six point five stroke seven out of ten, um, and I think it's quite contextual. And hopefully, you've understood the context that I provided with the score. You know, so despite the fact that maybe on the surface things are not fantastic, I think the work that's been done behind the scenes, I think, has been quite cool. And, you know, I think we'd like things to be sped up in some respect, but ultimately it's a process you can't rush. You cannot rush developing players. You can't rush developing infrastructure and things of that nature. So I hope you've enjoyed this review over the past, I'm going to say, I did say the 22-23 season, but I'm going to give it over the past couple of years. Um, so, yeah, that's my review. Um, guys, take care. And I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories and unfold in the coming weeks. As always, if you've got any questions or queries, email us at teamgarnieu at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamgarnieu on IG or Twitter. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.